This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Hey, Jack here from the Well, Well, Well team. Before we get into this episode, I'll point out that we discuss HealthSmart's pricing of PrEP for those on Medicare. In April 2022, PrEP was subsidized as a three-for-two pricing deal, meaning you could get three months of PrEP for $85 at HealthSmart pharmacies. However, as of May 2022, the three-for-one pricing deal has been reinstated at HealthSmart pharmacies. So if you have Medicare, you can get three months supply of PrEP for $42.50. Additionally, HealthSmart no longer have a Bendigo location, but will be able to offer postage as usual. For more information, including how to access PrEP without Medicare, visit Prepped for Change at prepdforchange.com or PrEP Access Now at pan.org.au. Taking a look at the issues surrounding the health and well-being of our LGBTIQ communities, this is Well, 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 brought to you every week by Thorn Harbour Health. You are indeed on Well, Well, Well with Michael and Jacinta this week here on Joy 94.9, where each and every week, myself, Jacinta and the team from Well, Well, Well discuss all things sexual health, mental health and the general overall health and well-being of our LGBTI and people living with HIV communities. Jacinta, it's a pleasure to join you this week. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here with you, Michael. We're in the Hoddle Street building. We are indeed. We've had a little bit of a bit of a bit of a move up yep. the street. Yep. So ordinarily, we are uh, pleased to record and present each and every week from the Victorian Pride Centre on Fitzroy Street in St Kilda. We are currently located at our uh, Hoddle Street location at Thorn Harbour Health, just to kind of shake things up a little bit. Um, We don't have the fabulous Joy Studios, but we are joined by each other's company and surrounded by our fabulous colleagues here at 200 Hoddle Street at Thorn Harbour Health. How are things with you? Things are good. Things are good. Very busy. I feel like everyone is trying to just get back into social calendar, work calendar, like it's a bit full on. It's a bit full on and we've got a couple of big public holidays coming up. There's a lot of, you know, events, socialising, parties and things going on. So it feels like there's this kind of movement happening all around um, at the moment. We have, of course, just come out of Radiothon, a massive, massive, massive um, couple of weeks. We had two great Radiothon shows. It was huge. Um, it yeah. was massive, massive. We've just had the rooftop party um, last week up on the Joy rooftop where the um, we got to unbolt the vault. Um, so congratulations to our Unbolt the Vault winners um let's have a bit of a chat Jacint. we've got a few sure. things coming up this week we do um we are chatting with the wonderful joseph tresserero coming up here in here in just a moment um those of you that are steadfast listeners of the well 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 program may remember cast your ears back to the the dark period of 2020 <laughs> when yes um myself and caleb were pleased to be joined by joseph on the program who is the director of health smart pharmacies and also prepped smart and healthy which may give you some indication as to what that conversation was about we are going to be chatting about prep this week jacinta we are because there were some changes very recently on the 1st of april mm. so not an april fools joke no it was <laughs> not an april fools joke 
But the three-for-one system that Prep Smart and Healthy have for the price of Prep for your three-month prescription changed. So because of differences in co-payments and all of those other things that we'll go into in the interview, it has recently changed to a three-for-two system. Is that right? It is, uh, unless you're a concession card holder and we'll, you know, we won't let the cat out of the bag too early, but we'll let Joseph have a, a bit of that conversation with us. So if you are someone that accesses PrEP, um, particularly through the Health Smart Pharmacy chain and their PrEP Smart and Healthy um, charitable uh, donation service, there have been a few changes that might impact the ways that you're accessing PrEP, but fear not, we will lay it all out for you and make sure that you have all of the information at your lovely fingertips to access uh, affordable PrEP medication. Um, that is just for PrEP. It doesn't um, relate to HIV um, treatment medications, um, but we'll go into that with Joseph as well. We are now joined by Joseph Tresserero, HealthSmart Pharmacy Group Director and President of Prepped Smart and Healthy, to discuss, to discuss with us different ways that people can access affordable PrEP. Joseph, welcome back to Well, Well, Well. Thank you, Michael. Thank you for having me back on the program. Yeah, it's um, we did have you on um, back in 2020, which we'll get into in, in just a little bit. So fabulous to have you back on the program with us. We want to talk a little bit holistically around um, some different ways that people can access affordable PrEP, some kind of changes that have gone on in the PrEP space um, that you're well aware of. Joseph, tell us a little bit about um, the Health Smart Pharmacy chain you operate. I know you have a number of stores kind of around Victoria. Yeah, so the Health Smart Pharmacies are community pharmacies. They just happen to be located within um, hospitals. They're in the major Melbourne metropolitan hospitals, uh, the Alfred, the Royal Melbourne, St Vincent, uh, Peter Mac, and out at Box Hill. And we've been operating for just over 20 years, uh, adding new pharmacies to our group as opportunities come along. We're really sort of centred, I think, on, on healthcare. Um, I think that's why the name Health Smart uh, brings about, you know, being smart about your health and your medication. And yep. the Health Smart in Commercial Road in particular has a long-standing connection to supporting the LGBTI community and the people living with HIV communities. Why is that? Well, I was initially working in a pharmacy in Commercial Road uh, in Paran, right near the Paran market, right near PMC when they first moved to the area. And that was in the 1980s. So it was around about that time that um, obviously we started seeing a lot of patients who I knew uh, contracting HIV and, and the medications at the time were not so great. There weren't many around and the ones that, do, that did get it were becoming really quite unwell. And unfortunately, I saw far too many people um, who passed away as a result of HIV. So I had an interest in, um, in all matters to do with, with HIV and the pharmacy wasn't really involved uh, community pharmacy wasn't involved to, to a great extent at that stage because there weren't many options available. And as they have become available over the years, both in treatment um, and more recently in prevention, it's something that um, has been very close to my heart, uh, having worked in that area for you know, two decades, three decades really. Yeah, and the um, so I, I guess your sort of central pharmacy is um, is the the Alfred based uh, based at the Alfred Hospital. Was that the first bricks and mortar store that you established? Because that's really where the um, you know the community's changed a lot. But that's kind of where the the quote unquote gay mecca kind of kind of was at the time. Was that a was that a strategic choice? Look, it wasn't a strategic choice, but it just happened to be um, where I was. Um, whether what came first, the chicken or the egg? Mm. Uh, that that area is called the Pink Strip of Commercial Road, and I've uh, I've gone from 
um, right next to the Pram Market, to the corner of Chapel Street and Commercial Road, down to the Alfred, which is in Commercial Road. So my whole working life has been up and down Commercial Road um, in the one area. And of course, the Alfred has uh, an incredibly large ID clinic, and they were one of the central parts that started the whole PrepEx trial um, back um, yeah, from 2016 through to 2018. So, and that was an incredibly successful trial. Yeah, yeah. So um, obviously that kind of leads into my next question around, you know, PrEP or pre-exposure prophylaxis is now listed on, on the PBS prior to it being listed on the PBS and approved by our TGA. The only way that you could access you could access PrEP was through things like personal importation or things like PrepEx. If you were elsewhere in Australia, um, you know, comparable studies like EPIC were going on and they were studying not the efficacy of PrEP, but kind of community appetite um, and, and how people were kind of using things in the real world, as well as kind of enabling you know, access to the medication as a kind of stopgap measure. But now we are very fortunate to have PrEP on the PBS. What does that mean for people that have Medicare generally accessing PrEP? So not just at HealthSmarts, if I've got Medicare, how do I go about accessing PrEP? So PrEP is now available on a general prescription. Uh, you can go to, to a GP um, once they establish the correct uh, blood protocols, they would can then um, write a prescription for you. It's usually for one month plus two repeats, so it's a three-month supply, and that coincides with then having to go back and get some more blood screening uh, and STI screening. Um, it used to require a special authority prescription. That's not the case anymore. It's, it's a normal standard prescription uh, where a patient gets a, a supply of medication. There's a co-payment required, um, and the government usually subsidizes the rest of the cost of the medication. Um, yeah. Michael, can I talk about the PrepEx trial and how yeah, absolutely. Smart and healthy came yeah, about because you you guys were kind of grassroots um, involved with the with the rollout of the PrepEx trial, correct? Correct, and it was such a an amazing trial. The statistics showed that people who were given access to PrEP um, were ninety nine point five percent successful in preventing new HIV infections, and and the point five there were some extenuating circumstances. So patients being able to get three months supply of PrEP. They only were required to have one co-payment at the time, uh, and it was so successful. But how good is this? The product now is going to get listed under the PBS. We can roll this out to so many more people. But the real-world impact was that it was going to require a co-payment for each one month. So therefore, the cost was going to triple for patients because this medication was now on the PBS. This medication now going to be subsidised, which is a great step forward, was actually going to be a step backwards for people who had been part of the trial. So to continue, it was going to triple the cost. I remember speaking to Professor Edwina Wright, who was the instigator of the PrepEx trial, and tried to work out what we could do to try and prevent people falling off from from using it. How can we um, help um, adherence? Was there a concern that people were going to only take tablets every now and then or uh, miss days or stop taking all together or um, share tablets with other people. And because um, you're not allowed to, to discount a medication, the only way that it seemed feasible was to have a third party um, pay for a second and third supply. So I came up with an idea of forming a charity. Um, so I got together a group of seven people, properly constituted 
um, an ACMC charitable organisation with a president, treasurer, secretary, committee members, uh, registered it uh, with the ATO. We ended up um, becoming DGR as donatable gift recipient uh, because of the nature of what we tried to do. And the, this charity would then pay for the second and third month supply of people's medication. Patient pays the first month, charity pays second and third, therefore enabling people to continue to keep getting three months for the cost of one month. Um, the charity existed because the pharmacies would then um, contribute or donate what was um, any profit that they received from dispensing the medication to fund the charity to enable the program. It was it was as simple as that, if you like. Yeah, it's a it's a very it's it's very simple um, process, but it's very clever um, in that. Um, so contextually, as you kind of alluded to, you can only legally subsidise a PBS listed medication by I believe it's a dollar, which is why you know big pharmacy chains will say that they have the lowest prices on on prescriptions because there's only so much that you can <laughs> that you can legally discount it by. So this kind of That's gets right. a, gets around that process. So really, the same amount of money is being funneled back into the system. It's just patient pays for one aspect and then the charity yeah. pays pays for the other um, because that was a really important point that you mentioned around things like you know people that might have come from the prepex study paying um, paying 40 bucks for three months supply and then having to pay 40 bucks for one month supply thinking about the kind of you know behavior change that people might have gone through to you know in navigating their kind of prep journey and then being left out of pocket um, we wouldn't want that behaviour change to then be at the detriment to their kind of their health outcomes, whether that's acquiring HIV or or anything like that. Um, exactly right. Yeah. In, now, in terms of it's it's a really fascinating subject, and we're going to get into kind of the the level to which the um, the charity has supported the community um, in in just a little bit. But I wanted to ask you around. Obviously, you've got a couple of bricks and mortar pharmacies. You've got one at the Alfred, as you mentioned. You've got one at the. Um, um, at the Peter Mac and and um, other other places around Victoria, if I wanted to access this scheme to allow me to get subsidized cheaper subsidized medication, do I need to come into a physical bricks and mortar pharmacy, or is there a way that I can still access this online? Say I live in Mildura or I live in Warnable, for example. Absolutely, Michael. You can access it online. Um, we have via the the website at petsmarthealthy.org. Um, au or going to, to health smart pharmacy livehealthsmart.com.au you can upload a prescription email a prescription to us uh, once we have the script there we would we call back uh, each of the patients have a chat to them about the medication arrange postage details confirm uh, address uh, arrange payment send it send the medication off including a stamped envelope for people to send the prescriptions back to the pharmacy it's it's quite straightforward we usually have it medication in um, secure packaging we do like to try and put um, urgent medication express on there to try and get it quickly if you feel that that uh, compromises your um, visibility on getting medication we can leave that off we will do whatever is required to make the whole process as easy as possible we're doing it for people throughout country victoria and interstate as well so you don't have to be close to a to a pharmacy and uh, we can do it online Wow, that's fantastic. And has that always been the case with the PrEP Smart and Healthy process or has that been something that people have used more since COVID and more people have digital prescriptions or are filling their scripts online? Well, obviously since COVID, um, 
the advent of digital prescriptions has really taken off. I think, Michael, when we were talking back in 2020, digital scripts and e-scripts were just about to, to come out. Yeah. Um, but now having an e-script makes it so much easier. I no longer have to send out an envelope for you to post a prescription back. That token, that digital token, is the prescription. So it's, uh, it's emailed through to the pharmacy. Uh, I can dispense it, um, plus the repeats that are required from there. You, you can't actually reuse that token. That prescription is now used up. It makes the process so much easier. All the details are correct, uh, the Medicare details, the contact, um, phone numbers, all the relevant information is there. Digital prescriptions is certainly made life a lot easier and a lot cleaner. Uh, I love to see that uh, being used more and more in the future. Yeah. Does it make a more of a, a secure system? Um, obviously, all of those those details can stay up, up to date. Um, but surely from a, a pharmacy perspective, it, it might make even, you know, the dispensing. We, we've all heard the adage that doctors have terrible handwriting. Um, I know I've gotten prescriptions where it's basically just a squiggly line. I'm like, what, what does that mean? What, what am I going to get when I turn up at the pharmacy? I don't even know what this product is. Um, does that kind of eliminate some of that, you know, mis mistreatment, I guess, as well? Absolutely, because the digital prescription, it's, a, it's an exact record of what was intended by the prescriber, and we get the exact details of the right person, the right medication, uh, and the right instructions. It, it just eliminates a whole range of possible errors. Now, Joseph, we were chatting with you in late 2020, and you guys were celebrating a bit of a milestone. I believe back then, um, Prep Smart and Healthy had attributed um, over a million dollars in donations, meaning that it had put forward a million dollars to enable people to access um, subsidised prep. Now, that's a huge figure, but um, it's obviously not September 2020 anymore. We've come a, we've come a long way since then, and I believe you guys have hit a new milestone. Is that right? Michael, that's so true. I'm very pleased and very proud to say that we've actually hit the $2 million mark. So we've actually subsidised $2 million worth of PrEP um, to PrEPsters out there to try and make the medication more affordable since uh, April 2018. So in four years, uh, if we've reached that mark. It's absolutely incredible. To just a huge figure to, to to put towards people accessing um, affordable medication. Obviously, huge, huge endeavour, particularly as people are going through kind of a period of upheaval with, you know, the global panini that we are all experiencing and, you know, people missing out on work and being forcibly displaced and all of the different barriers that are, you know, in the way of us connecting with, you know, affordable sexual health. Um, have to commend you guys for, for such a, a momentous um, level of donations. Absolutely incredible. Um, now, previously, uh, Prep Smart and Healthy, that partnership was allowing people to get that three-for-one deal. So um, rather than paying $42.50, which is the current PBS rate, for um, three-month supply, you were paying $42.50. Sorry, $42.50 for a one-month supply. You're actually getting a three-month supply. Now, I believe that's just um, changed. Can you tell us what the new rate is and what's kind of informed that price change? Sure. So for Medicare cardholders, um, it is three months for the price of two. So the current PBS per payment is $42.50. So for three months, it's two times that, 85, uh, and you get three months supply. If you need to have the medication posted, it's a $5 postage charge. So uh, if you need it posted, it's $90. If you live local to one of the pharmacies, it's 85. If you have a concession card, we're still keeping it as the three for one with no postage. So concession card holders at the moment, the PBS co-payment price is 
So you can get that medication posted to you for three months for six dollars eighty. Yeah. So those those that are kind of experiencing the the highest amount of you know health inequity, our you know people that have concession um, cards, people that are on you know support payments and that sort of thing, can still access that three for one price. And that three for yeah. one price is obviously a lot lower. It's six dollars eighty versus the forty two fifty. But if you have a full you know full price Medicare, as as I like to call it, um, if you don't have a concession, it's um, it's now. Uh, doubled in price, so that can be, you know, that could be a barrier to to some people. Obviously, you guys are still providing an amazing service. It's much more cheap than than going to any other pharmacy. Um, but have you seen um, that that's been implemented for a little while now? Have you seen any um, uh, any feedback from from customers that that's you know getting in the way of them accessing prep anymore? Look, it's, the feedback has been um, mixed. Uh, a lot of very positive feedback from some people who are very um, appreciative of the service and what we have been doing and want to continue to keep using the service. There have been some who have been uh, quite upset that the cost has doubled. Um, and unfortunately, that that is the case. You know, I would love to be in a position to be able to continue to keep doing three, three for one, but um, I've been working very hard to try and negotiate um, some, some trading terms and some deals so that I can afford and that the pharmacies can afford to make this program sustainable. Because if it's, if it's not sustainable and it falls over altogether, then we can't help anyone at all. Yep. Um, so it is, it is uh, three for two. Did, did you realise that we talked about people who have concession cards? Mm. Um, there's 19 million Australians who don't have a concession card. So they're ones who are paying the full general co-payment. And this general co-payment that the government asks general... Medicare cardholders to pay has doubled since 2020. That's well in, ex- in excess of inflation. Wow. Um, you know, inflation and CPI increased up by you know, a couple of percent or very, very small amounts, but the amount that the federal government is requiring people to pay or to co-pay for their medication just keeps on increasing. Um, you know, I, I have figures to show that one in five Australians aged sort of 18 to 64, say their medication isn't affordable. And nearly a million people didn't get prescriptions filled last year or delayed it because uh, they, they couldn't afford it. Well, what that's going to lead to is a bigger health cost to the health system further down the, down the track. If people don't take medications that are prescribed to them, sooner or later, whether they be the hospitals or the first responders or, or some other part of the health system has to pick up the problem. So, it's, it's very short-sighted to be increasing the co-payment cost. And I'm, I'm trying to advocate and be part of a process that the Pharmacy Guild is running to, to make medications more affordable. Is there a way that people can help contribute to that advocacy work that you're trying to do and to have their voices heard about the cost of medicines more broadly? Definitely. There is a website that the Pharmacy Guild has put out. It's called affordablemedicines.com.au. Uh, there is a link on the Prep Smart and Healthy website. Uh, I think I put a post up recently on social media uh, about it. There's a strong push to try and make um, the co-payment much less. Uh, and if, if that was the case, if the co-payment was less, um, it would enable us as a group to reintroduce the, the three-for-one. I mean, that's, that's ultimately what I would like to try and get to. 
medications at 4250 is simply out of the question. It, yeah. If someone gets some, prescribed something with two or three items, it, it's $100, $150 to get medication in one go. That's yeah. just, just out of reach. Yeah, especially when there aren't, you know, there are a lot of medications that aren't PBS listed because um, we can access um, generic versions of that medication for well below what the PBS copayment would be. So um, do you think there's a need to push for um, cheaper cheaper medications across the board, you know, picketing to, you know, the big pharma companies that are producing these incredibly effective HIV treatment and prevention options to make a low-cost option so that it kind of circumvents the need to have it listed on the PBS to begin with? I think you'll find a lot of these research and development companies um, need that PBS reimbursement in the early stages of a medication coming out onto the market to try and fund their research. Mm. Once the once the product ex- reaches a patent expiry, then generics come onto the market and drive the price down. Um, but I really think that requiring people to have such a high co-payment for medications is the biggest problem at the moment. Yeah. And because... And having, have, have, sorry, go ahead. So having to choose between, you know, buying food, paying rent um, or getting medications isn't something that actually should happen in Australia. Yeah. And because the uh, obviously the, the PBS co-payment price, so that what is currently forty two fifty for for a full fee paying, um, gets changed, gets amended every year, and that normally goes up by you know fifty cents a dollar every time that that goes up. But what also happens around this time of the year, around April, is that the um, the, the PBS changes the amount of um, money that's going to be repaid to a pharmacy. So as you as a pharmacy operator purchase ABC medication, but the PBS changes how much they're willing to pay you back as the, as the reimbursement, correct, as the, as the pharmacy operator. That's exactly it. And yep. So therefore, the amount that uh, we're able to receive um, in dispensing that medication um, is less, and, and there's less for us to contribute as a donation towards the charity, um, and the charity in turn has less to, to donate towards people taking PrEP. Um, so obviously we're, we're having a broader conversation around accessing PrEP. We do have it listed on the PBS across the board, so it is relatively accessible for most people. Obviously you're providing an incredibly beneficial service to make it even cheaper. Um, so PrEP is still much more affordable, especially for those people that have a concession, as we've mentioned. Um, now, not everyone that lives in Australia has a Medicare card, so they can't. if you don't have Medicare, you can't access the PBS um, listed medication price. So something like, um, you know, a brand name Truvada might cost you $700, which is well outside the realm of possibility for, for the vast majority of people. I know myself uh, included, I couldn't be paying $700 to prevent HIV every month. It would be astronomically no. crazy. Um, if someone doesn't have Medicare, what are their options in terms of accessing, um, you know, affordable PrEP? Well, through any of the health smart pharmacies, uh, we're currently offering it at $49 a month for people without Medicare. Uh, again, we can post it. Uh, there would be a small postage and handling charge to, to post it out. Uh, if people live close by one of the pharmacies, they can come and pick it up per person. It is $49 a month. It is it is coming down in price. Um, I know there are personal importation schemes, and I know that the PAN offers coupons uh, to some people without, without Medicare, which is, which is great. But, uh, yeah, it's currently about $49 a month for non-Medicare card holders. 
Yeah. So if you wanted to go into, a, again, a bricks and mortar pharmacy and pick it up, it would be $49. So obviously a bit a bit more pricey than the, than the PBS. But if you kind of, you know, if you've got $50 to contribute to your, you know, sexual health every month, then that's certainly a viable option. Um, and as you mentioned, of course, PAN um, has coupons available. So for anyone that can't afford um, the cost of importing PrEP for themselves, um, they can access one of those coupons. And the the price for importing medication, including shipping, I think is around just under $20 a month at the moment. So um, certainly a few options depending on your um, on your particular circumstances. Um, we have mentioned a lot of options in today's podcast for accessing your PrEP, including um, your lovely self from PrEP Smart and Healthy, Joseph. Um, so what we'll do is we'll pop a link in the podcast notes to this week's episode. Um, you can find that at well, 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 um, sorry, you can find that at joy.org.au forward slash well, 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 where you can grab this and all of our past podcast episodes. And to connect with us, we would love to hear from you. If you've got any questions, well, well, well at joy.org.au is how you can get in touch with us. Um, Joseph, lastly, before we let you go, thank you so much for joining us. Where can people find more about uh, Prep Smart and Healthy and accessing uh, affordable prep through Health Smart? Just jump on the web, look up Prep Smart and Healthy. There's a link on there where you can submit a form or upload a prescription uh, or contact us. We've even got a PO box if you don't want to do that. Um, PO box 25111 Melbourne 3004. Get in contact with us and we can look after you. Joseph, once again, thank you so much for joining us here on Well, 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 and congratulations on an, a momentous occasion of um, over $2 million in donations put towards people accessing affordable prep. Um, from all of us in the community, we thank you for your service. Thanks, Michael. Thanks, Jacinta. Thanks for listening to Well, 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 your show for LGBTIQ health and well-being, presented by Joy sponsor, Thorn Harbour Health. For more on these topics and much more, check out Thorn Harbour on social media at Thorn Harbour or via the website, thornharbour.org. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.